0: We all face enemies. You are going to have to make some choices when facing your enemy. Will you give in to fear? where will you focus your attention? Will your attention be on your enemy or on seeking the Lord? You don't want to miss today's message. I want you to be prepared and equipped for the battle. This is Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author, and I'm excited about opening the Word of God with you today. You're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. What if God has you in a battle to improve your fighting technique what if God wants you to understand the power of worship and standing in faith and calling a fast? Well, yesterday we left King Jehoshaphat with enemy forces coming toward him and toward the nation of Judah. And in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 3, it tells us an amazing little detail about the life of this good King Jehoshaphat. It says, Jehoshaphat, was afraid. I want to tell you, I like this detail. Although Jehoshaphat was king of a great nation, Jehoshaphat dealt with human emotions just like you and I do. He was afraid of his enemies. He was afraid of the battle. He was afraid of what damage it would do to his nation. He was afraid that he was going to lose. Now, The initial feeling of fear is not a sin. However, it's what you do with the fear when it comes upon you that determines whether you will be able to escape that fear or not. We are all human beings, and when an enemy invades the borders of our lives, there's going to be a momentary human and very emotional response. But at that moment, you choose what to do. Will you stay in that place of fear or will you do what king Jehoshaphat did 2nd Chronicles 23 Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord. Will you turn your attention away from your enemies and toward the Lord? Or will you allow your gaze and your heart to stay focused on the enemy? You're the only one that can determine this. We're all going to face enemies during our days on planet earth. And when they're coming toward you, And when you feel that initial surge of fear, you must decide, am I going to give my enemies my full and complete attention, or will I give the Lord my full and complete and undivided attention? Now, this word that we find in 2 Chronicles 23, Jehoshaphat turned his attention to seek the Lord, is actually the word face. And so I want to ask you today what direction are you facing? Are you facing your enemies or are you facing the Lord? You must make a choice to turn away from your fear, away from worry, from insecurities, and from the enormity of the enemy coming towards you. And you, my friend, must choose. I will turn my attention to seek the Lord. What does it mean to seek the Lord? Well, it means what you think it means. Seeking the Lord is not rocket science. It's spending time in prayer. It's opening your Bible and reading it page after page, chapter after chapter. It's turning on worship music and lifting your arms in the air. It's going to church. It's attending a Bible study. That's what it means to seek the Lord. Well, the next thing that King Jehoshaphat did was that he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah, throughout the entire nation. Now in the Old Testament, a fast was generally proclaimed in times of national crisis, like war or national disaster or a famine. And the fact that people from every town, verse four tells us that people from every town participated in the fast and that they rallied together for this fast is an indicator of the depth and breadth of the impact of the revival. Everyone understood after a revival, the way we fight this battle is by turning our attention to seek the Lord and by fasting. See, how we respond when attacked by the enemy is truly a reflection of how deeply our relationship with the Lord has gone into us. If we're captivated by our enemy and it's all we talk about, it's all we think about, it's what we write about on Facebook and Twitter and emails and on phone calls, and it's what we text, it means we need more revival. We need more of Jesus we need to cry out for him to go more deeply into us. And so when an enemy comes, the first thing we must do is turn our attention to seek the Lord, to look at the Lord, to hear from the Lord. And then we must call a fast. Esther fasted when her people were about to be destroyed. Daniel fasted when his country needed divine intervention. Ezra fasted. Nehemiah fasted. Isaiah fasted. Jeremiah fasted. Joel fasted. David fasted. Zechariah fasted and Jesus fasted. There is not one Old Testament figure who did anything great for God who did not choose to fast during his or her moment in history. There is only one route to victory when dealing with enemies, and it always goes through the choice to fast. What if the reason that God has allowed the enemy to do battle with you is to teach you the power of the fast. God wants you to prosper. He does. God wants you to walk in victory. He really, really does. And He also wants you to learn the power of of fasting. Biblical fasting is refraining from food for a spiritual purpose. Fasting has always been a part of a normal and healthy relationship that human beings have with the God whom they serve. Fasting is a secret source of power that's overlooked by many spoiled, fearful, emotional, And selfish Christian. I believe that we're missing some of our greatest victories in life because we choose not to fast. If Jesus couldn't face the enemy without fasting, have I got news for you. What makes you think that you can face an enemy and defeat him without choosing to fast in your life? Let me read to you a verse from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. For though we walk according to the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. The reason you are on earth today is to join with the power of God in destroying the enemy's fortresses. I want to encourage you. If you have never fasted before, now is your time. Today is your day. So first of all, Jehoshaphat turned his attention to seek the Lord. And then he called a fast in the entire nation of Judah. Now, the third thing that Jehoshaphat did, we also find in verse four. So Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They gathered together and they said, Lord, we need your help. What does this mean to seek help from the Lord? for me, again, it means to read the Bible. It means to ask God for a verse to declare over my battle. God, I'm in a battle with my health lead me to a verse in the Bible that I can declare, that I can pray. Lord, I'm in a battle with my finances. Could you give me a verse in the Bible that I can lean into, that I can declare, that I can pray? You know, James chapter one, verse five tells us, to ask for wisdom and God will give it to us. So often asking God for help is just that. It's saying, God, help. I need your wisdom today. For me, it means spending time listening to the voice of God. You know what? So often we get in a bad habit of only talking about our enemy to God. We go to God and all we do is talk about our enemy and how big it is and how fierce it is and how much you hate it. When what you should be doing is saying, God, I need your help. And you should spend time listening to the voice of God. You know, Jehoshaphat didn't call on other kings to help him. He didn't even gather his wise counsel around him. Jehoshaphat went to the Lord. One of the greatest deceptions of the enemy that takes place when a believer is engaged in battle is that the enemy will try to trick you into fighting your battles carnally or fleshly or humanly or culturally. Don't do it. Seek help from the Lord. One of the most powerful prayers you will ever pray when you're in a battle is this one. Help God, I need you. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.